Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your twice-weekly podcast about a podcast that may be too beautiful to live. From the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Ann Lundholm. Every Monday, we bring you a recap of the previous week's TBTL, but this is a Friday show, so you never know what we're bringing to the table these days. And in the hopper this week is the monthly clip show, where we pick a topic and play a variety of TBTL clips that reference it. And this month, we've chosen a topic that's near and dear to both me and my co-host, Speaking of whom, joining me tonight is my regular clip show partner from Linwood, Washington. It's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hello, Christy. Hello, Anne. Well, we finally done it. People who regularly listen to our clip shows know that there's about a 90 to 95% chance that we'll eventually end up talking at some point about candy. <laughs> And so this week, I thought, why fight it? Let's just make an entire show about candy. Yes. And then at least we'll entertain each other. But here's the thing. When I went searching in the archives, it turns out that there's a bunch of good clips of Luke and Andrew talking about candy. So we might not just only entertain ourselves. We might entertain some listeners as well. (laughs) Hopefully. No promises. Nope. (laughs) So we have a couple of general candy-related topics that I wanted to address. Then we'll play our TBTL candy history clips. We'll clean some house. I guess wipe all the sugar off of (laughs) the couch. And then we'll tell everybody how they can get involved with the show. So first thing of importance that we have to discuss, I feel like we need to define the term candy. And I was thinking about this as uh, like candy taxonomy because there's it's a tree, right, with all kinds of different branches Mm -hmm. and they're not the same. So I was thinking about like, we'll be talking about Skittles a lot during this show, but you have Skittles, (laughs) which is candy. But then if you take something like a Twix or a Snickers, That to me is a candy bar or a chocolate bar. It doesn't fall into the same branch of the tree. Am I crazy for thinking this way? No. Because I've I've also known people that call Skittles and M&Ms candy bars. They're wrong. No. No. (laughs) I mean, they're not bars. No. They can't be candy bars. No. And I just feel like if you say just candy, that is a non-chocolate option. That is high mm-hmm. fructose corn syrup is what we're talking about. So there. you wouldn't put you wouldn't put candy or chocolate bars into the whole um, umbrella of just candy. I think that I would say candy is a general overarching term, but within that umbrella term, there is a subgroup of pure candy. Yes. It's a confusing system. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just think that there's, you know, different, different kinds. Like you wrote down a couple and then I wrote down a lot. lot. (laughs) (laughs) And is because you said earlier that you have issue with what I said. Is it this part or my favorites that you have? Oh, it's it's your favorites. Okay. Let's do this part first. (laughs) Okay. So um, candy, I think, is the over umbrella. Right. And then candy bars, anything like that's chocolate shaped like a bar is Mm -hmm. a subcategory. 
Um, we include um, like Kit Kats in there too, right? Yes. Yeah. I That's think getting anything, a little further away, but still yeah, counts. Covered in chocolate that's shaped like a bar, I guess. Would Yes. Okay, good. Um, you called it nicely chocolate drops and I call it pellet candies. <laughs> um, like um, this would be Pez, jelly beans, M&M's, Skittles, the Canadian oh. Smarties. Oh, see, our taxonomy systems are diverging already. Because <laughs> you would put M&M's somewhere else because they have chocolate? Right. Oh. If it has chocolate on it, it can't go into a candy subcategory. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I see I see where you're going, but mm. I would have put like Skittles and Pez into candy. Mm-hmm. And then I would have had a separate category called chocolate drops. Or chocolate pellets. I actually like the word pellets. <laughs> that would have things like junior mints in mm, them. Milk duds. Milk duds. Yes. Okay. Uh, whoppers. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll do that. So there's a, a chocolate pellets and then a everything else pellets. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then licorice. I think licorice has a pretty big category. Because you have things like uh-huh. those nibs, you know, and then uh-huh. you have Twizzlers and Red Vines, and then you have the sub things like Good and Plenty's that are licorice based. I think there's licorice enough pellets, if you will. Yeah. Oh yeah, so those might pl- Good and Plenty might go into two. Do you think licorice is big enough to have its own? Yes, I would call it liquor like two subgroups: licorice whips and licorice pellets. Okay, yeah, because nibs. I honestly, I did not realize that this was going to be so complicated because I hadn't thought about it that much. (laughs) I feel like we need a, we need like a family tree. Like this needs to be a drawing. This needs to have a blueprint. Um, Lollipops and suckers should be one category. Okay. Um, Gum, just itself. I know it's not really candy because you don't swallow it, but Mm -hmm. I feel like it is a candy. I hmm, I disagree. I don't think it goes in the candy tree. I think the really? gum tree can be next door and they can have intertwined <laughs> roots. What about candy that is candy that turns into gum? Gum. That that goes into gum. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I think at its core, I mean literally and figuratively, it's gum. And I do see your point because there are some uh, types of candy it like didn't mentos start making a gum mm-hmm. but there was also used to be when we were kids a powder that you put in your mouth and then it became gum oh, so it started off kind of that. like a pixie stick and then became gum uh-huh. um, yeah oh pixie sticks well that's pixie sticks are classic candy right. <laughs> um so hard slash sucking candy those would be like your mints. Um, mm-hmm. What are those mints called? Starlight? Star- yeah, Starlight. Yeah. I was in the mood for an old-fashioned Starlight mint, and so I got a whole bag of them at Target last week. I've been eating, I don't know, 14 to 20 of them a day. <laughs> um, I like the ones that are... Have you ever seen the green and brown ones? Yes. Those are the ones I like that are chocolate mint. I don't know that I've ever tried those. Oh, they're good. Try them next time. Uh, taffy caramel, just because it's like the same consistency. I think those should Oh, stretchy. Mm-hmm. Stretchy candy. Yeah, stretchy. 
Um, anything wrapped, like high chews, now and later, starburst. Okay. Um, novelty shaped things. Do you know what these are? Mm-hmm. Like things that are shaped like a baby bottle or a syringe, yep. which is terrible, terrible message to be giving to kids. Yes. And like a ring pop, would that yes. fall under that category? Yes. Anything that's a candy shaped like something else mm-hmm. that you're not supposed to eat. Candy Legos, have you seen those? I'm yep. like, that is a bad idea. Yes. A tiny little thing that kids often swallow anyway, and you're going to make it candy. <laughs> Just way to muddy the waters. Right. And so that one might go under pellet candy because it's kind of shaped like that. And then also mm-hmm. novelty. <laughs> you know what we need? We need one of those. Um, we need this to be like a police procedural where we've <laughs> We've got all the red strings yep. crossing our <laughs> bulletin board between pictures. <laughs> oh, I would love that. <laughs> so do you think we're missing any categories? I don't know. My head is swimming. I'm going to have to sleep on it. But I think that this is a very good start. Yeah. All right. Well, so once we've got, since we've got that out of the way, let's talk about our favorite types of candy. And this is where I have a bone to pick with you. <laughs> Because I, my mm-hmm. heading was our top five favorite types of candy, and oh, you have written uh-huh. down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven things, Christy. I couldn't leave any out. <laughs> leave no candy behind. <laughs> well, you can't just flout the <sighs> rules. You have to pick some. And what's a Chico stick? Do, I don't what? even know what that is. Well, it is, do you like Butterfingers? Yes. It's basically the inside of a Butterfinger with no chocolate oh, on it. Oh, okay. Okay. And they're usually round and long. I see. So I could narrow these down. The The thing is that um, with all the medication that I've been taking, it kind of leaves like this really weird flavor in my mouth um, and um, kind of metallic-y. So to help that, I've been having a lot of sour candy because that actually Mm -hmm. helps so then when I was doing this I'm like oh well that doesn't sound very good but I know that if you know a month from now if I'm at the store that would sound delicious sure so it was a little bit difficult but I can I can do this all right get on me um Reese's peanut butter cups Mm -hmm. probably a Chico stick okay um Gummy bears. One, two, mm-hmm. three. I have three now. Um, saltwater taffy. Mm-hmm. And some kind of delicious high-end salt, ca- salted caramel. Oh, like France? Or anything. <laughs> anything salted caramel. <laughs> I can get down with that. I'm just uh, name checking Fran since you took me there. Took you. Yep. <laughs> it was Obama's favorite salted caramel and it, they are it delicious. Mighty good. Yep. Um, all right. We have some areas of agreement here, okay. especially on your larger list that I like. Mm. I I put Sour Patch Kids and Swedish Fish are my one and two. Okay. But I can't pick which one of those is one and which one of those is two. It's, it's every day is different, right? Like yep, maybe absolutely. you want a little sour, maybe you just want a little plain. I can see it. <laughs> then I go Skittles, number three. Peanut butter cups, 
That's where okay. we overlap. Mm-hmm. And then I think I have to say M&M's. Just plain M&M's. Yes. I really, I love the peanut butter M&M's, mm-hmm. but my second favorite is plain M&M's, and I've been eating those a lot longer than they've had the peanut butter ones. So I'm going classic. Have you tried the caramel M&M's? I have. And? They're pretty good. Yeah. I like them. And then I will give, I said, an honorable mention goes to Tootsie Roll Pops because I do really? eat those once in a while now because it's a way to get a little bit of candy without having to buy a bag. Oh, true. And so I spend, I don't know, 35 cents at the gas station and get one. And it always amuses me because they um, they have the barcode that's on the stick and they always <laughs> have a really hard time scanning them at the cash register. And I don't know why that makes me happy. <laughs> um what is your favorite? What flavor would you get there? Um, I like all of them except for probably the raspberry one, whatever that's the like the pinky Dark- oh, one. Pink. But everything okay. else I like. I like the one that comes in the blue wrapper. Okay. I like the one that comes in the brown wrapper. I think that's supposed to be chocolate, chocolate. flavored. I, I don't usually like chocolate flavored things. I like chocolate, mm-hmm. but chocolate flavored is kind of weird. But I like the orange ones. I mean, they're, they're all really pretty good. It's the best thing about getting your flu shot. It's getting the Tootsie Roll <laughs> pop afterwards. And then I take one as soon as I get my flu shot. Then, you know, you're supposed to sit there for 10 minutes to make sure that you don't have an adverse reaction to the shot. And then I take another Tootsie Roll pop before Ooh, I leave. Nice. No, do you like Tootsie Rolls just on their own? I do. Not like I like Tootsie Roll pops, though. Mm-hmm. They're all right. I'll eat the weird flavored ones if there's no other option. Oh, the vanilla are the best thing ever. I like all the ones that are in that. I like like the lemon ones and the strawberry. Tootsie I think rolls. the lemon and the lime taste like um, cleaning fluid. Oh, <laughs> but I do love the <laughs> vanilla ones. Well, then we can divide up the bag. I like it. And you can have all the <laughs> vanilla ones and I'll have the citrus ones. So Perfect. We'll be happy. Perfect. So you said Skittles, just the regular plain red bag? Yes. Good old well, we'll we can discuss that in more detail when later. When we get there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you had mentioned that maybe we should have a top five like they used to do mashups. Yeah. So do you think we should let the other hosts in on this? Should we? Because, you know, sometimes on TBTL mashups, they would have one space left and let the listeners um, weigh in on it. Um, I think we we did this on the other podcast that, that I was on, and we discovered that everybody loves talking about candy. We did two episodes that were dedicated to candy, one about <laughs> Halloween candy and one about banana candy, and those were by far our biggest downloads, our biggest hmm. interaction. Um, I think people just love candy, <laughs> love talking about I it. I like this. I like yeah. this a lot. So, I mean, do we really want to let the other hosts weigh in on this? Do they get a slot? I mean, maybe we should do like a top six. So um, we each get to pick one and then the Wagoneers can uh, chime in with their suggestions and we'll take that for the six, whichever wins. And which of the hosts do we get to bully into putting one of our other ones on? Like Jen used to do with (laughs) Sean. (laughs) Because I really think Neko wafers need to be in there. So who do you think I can get to no. change your mind? <laughs> what are you talking about? 
I realize you're being true to the spirit of TVTL, but this candy is serious. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. So then what would be your number one, Sour Patch Kids? That is the problem because sometimes you're just not in the mood to have mm-hmm. your taste buds scorched off right. by that sour sugar. <laughs> or you just want one or two because just to get the flavor, but you it, you know what I mean? Like... You're not necessarily. No, I, do. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Sometimes you just want one or two. I feel like we're having a, a failure of communication here. One well, or two. <laughs> so I just think that, you know, if you're going to like snack out, go candy crazy for you, mm-hmm. let's say I'm looking at your list, you might get a bag of peanut butter M&Ms and a bag mm-hmm. of Sour Patch Kits. Right. Because then, Mm -hmm. so then they would, so you have like the chocolatey treat and a fruity treat to balance itself out. I would never eat them at the same time though. You wouldn't? No, would you? So, so I don't really like chocolate that much. So. Well, that's true. So what I might do is just have a couple, um, to like round out the palate as they say, or just Mm -hmm. for like a little flavor bite. But I wouldn't necessarily go to town on a whole bag of M&M's. Right, right. It all depends on the situation. God, that works for me too. You can be my candy eating partner anytime. <laughs> yeah, that's um, Elliot and I have been doing um, the Marvel movies um, with a capital T-H on the, the Marvel movie marathons, watching them all mm-hmm. in order. And so we have like a little... We'll have like popcorn and we each get to pick out a candy. And so we just stand in the candy aisle and, and make compromises like, oh, but you like this one. And we'll always make sure to get kind of a chocolatey or a more savory candy and then also mm-hmm. like a soury or a sweet one. God, that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> it is. It's a lot of fun, especially <laughs> now with Easter, because there's so many more options with Easter candy. Right. How do you feel about Peeps? I like peeps in two ways um frozen so they're really mm-hmm. chewy or i also brulee them on the oven and uh, the gas stove mm-hmm. and then it's yes. really good because we did the last uh two movie times ago we did peeps three ways which was just regular frozen and um toasted and toasted definitely won what do mm. you think about them I can leave a peep. I'll I'll never buy them on my own. Uh, if somebody brings them into the office and has them sitting out for everybody, I might have one. But peeps are one of the few candies that I can really control myself around. And it's not because I dislike them. I like them a lot. It's just I don't, I don't know. The marshmallow and the peeps doesn't really go for me with the sparkly <laughs> sugar. Have I think it's you ch- two textures have you that tried it, don't go frozen? together. No, never. Because the frozen gives it a texture that makes it more mm-hmm. chewy, like a like a taffy. Are you better to go bunnies or chicks? So the one we had recently is a new newfangled thing, which is cotton candy flavored chicks. That was really good. Hmm. Okay. But for toasting, the bunny is better because you get more surface area. That's easier instead right. of the chick is like a weird crevice at the neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bunny is flatter, yep. so I would think that it would toast more evenly. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, you're giving me some ideas here. <laughs> I cannot believe that we've already spent 20 minutes talking about candy. Oh my gosh. And yeah. are you wanting to go to the store? <laughs> Maybe a little yep. bit. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm in my pajamas. Yeah. It's a good thing I can't drive. Um, so if you had to pick your favorite candy bar, would you put peanut butter cups under candy bar? Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. It is difficult because it's not technically a bar, but then what would it be? It's its own right. thing, but it's exactly. chocolate and it's wrapped like it. So hmm. um, what's your favorite candy bar then? Milky Way. Milky Way. Just the plain. Mm-hmm. Have you had the Simply Caramel? Yeah, I think I like the nougat, the nougat inside part. of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mine is um, probably Butterfingers. It's tied between Butterfinger and Heath Bar. Oh, I like a good Heath yeah. Bar too. I like Butterfinger because it has such the lightest amount of chocolate on it. Tiny, like you can almost see the peanut butter chunkiness underneath the chocolate. It's so thin. Mm-hmm. I was going to describe how I eat a Butterfinger, but yes. it might gross Meredith out. So do you, maybe I won't. Do you take the chocolate off? Yeah, you got to scrape it off with your teeth. Yeah, that's what I, I do that with Butterfinger and with Kit Kats. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then you just yes. have the wafer that you kind of suck on and it expands. <laughs> <laughs> we are candy connoisseurs. <laughs> This is a ridiculous conversation. Let's go to the clips. Okay. Before we get into weirder territory. <laughs> Fine. I would I would like to, of course, thank the archivists. First things first. Um, uh, Wayne Kirkendall. I see you there. I know what WK stands for now, Wayne. <laughs> also, our friend Bob Stein and our other friend, Ingrid Keller, who we met in Austin, and I was actually really sad because Ingrid couldn't stick around after the show because she brought her family with her to see the live show, and mm-hmm. I think they were kind of like, "What mm, is this? Who are these? Yeah. We're not really so into yeah. sticking around." <laughs> she was great, but she is lovely. Yep, I like her a lot. So thank you to Ingrid and Bob and Wayne for coming up with these amazing clips. All right, so the first one, there are actually a couple of clips where they talked about more or less the same topic. And this was the one that I liked the most, where uh, Luke and Andrew is part of a longer discussion about um, how sometimes adults have to save kids from themselves, how it's the adult's job to do um, what's best for kids rather than make the kids happy necessarily and that leads to talk of childhood candy bars so let's dive into that what we think we want as kids and what we probably actually need are probably different things absolutely and and the the job of our parents is to stand in between (laughs) and make sure that we get as much of the stuff we need as as we do the stuff we want yeah yeah i mean i guess maybe yeah now that you put it that way i guess this is way more obvious and maybe i was waffling too much at the beginning but absolutely you you totally nailed it what we want as kids and what we need as kids are two very different things, and that's the role of parents or guardians. So that's why we don't have candy for dinner. Right. Although I have written this on Twitter before and probably said it on the show. I was I was thinking some months ago, like, if I think about how much I loved candy bars, when I would, like, have to save up my allowance, and that my allowance would get me, like, maybe two or three candy bars. When I think about how much I loved candy bars, and I, if I think about how many candy bars I could buy right now, 
Like if I just left here and went to the store, I don't understand why I'm not eating candy bars every day. A te- if a 10-year-old Luke yeah. got in a time machine and came here right now, he would just be punching you in the chest saying, why are you doing this? He eat wouldn't be, able to, he wouldn't be able to reach it because he would have been about four foot seven. Okay. I was five foot one, I think, until like going into my sophomore year of high school. But yes, point taken. He would be pissed because I like, although, you know, the funny part, I was in Palm Springs for this wedding and uh, we went and got some brunch and then we, we stopped by this little like mini mart to get some of some soda or something. And I just got this wild hair. I was like, I want a candy bar right now. So I got like a Twix and a Snickers and a score bar. And I was like, hells yeah. Like I got, you know, I got three candy bars and then I ate like half of the Twix. And I was like, yeah, that's probably enough. Yeah, it's a lot. It's that's really very rich. sweet. That's yeah. actually, yeah, I'm kind of getting a toothache. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know that feeling too. <laughs> and also like, because when you're an adult, you can start to connect a little bit when you're standing in the aisle, even if you're really, really hungry and ready for a snack, like I, right. I picture myself on a road trip. For me, it's never sweets so much as like, let's say something salty like uh, Chex Mix or uh-huh. what's that really, um, what's that really like kind of Chex Mix? That's a, it's an Italian name. It's a little bit better. Oh, Gardetto. Yes, exactly. You know, something like that. Like I crave that stuff. Like when I'm really snacky on a road trip, and I'll stand in the um, aisle. And I'll keep passing it. I'll walk by. And I'll keep <laughs> passing it. And I look at it. Then I'll stop and I'll stare at the checks, mixing the Gordettos for a while. <laughs> and what my brain is doing is connecting not just what's going on in my brain right now and wanting that bag, but I also have the curse of knowing how I'm going to feel after I eat that bag. You know what I mean? And I don't Which know is if physically bad or mentally bad? Both. Oh, really? Both, mostly mentally, though. Because you'll be because, like, ah, oh, then you're sitting in the car, and right. now you've got another four hours of your road trip, and now your hands are covered with grease. Yeah. There's nothing you can like. I, I must have an eating disorder because that's one thing. Like sometimes, if I'm eating something like that, I just want to get rid of the evidence. <laughs> your right Hamlet, away. yeah, exactly. Like out <laughs> damn Gordetto's bag, <laughs> but you can't. So you end up being trapped in this little moving vehicle, like with either half of the bag left or. Possibly none of the bag left, but you can't get it out of your sight. Like yes, you just right. feel so it really gross is. on the inside, and you're mentally. It's just more kind like, of like the tell. Ugh. It's more Poe. It's yeah. the telltale bag. <laughs> exactly. You bury it under the floor mats, <laughs> exactly. but you cannot get away from the reality of what you've done, Walsh. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, I don't know if that relates, but I think that is another part yeah. of being an adult that prevents us from just having again candy bars for dinner. Right. Yeah, I know. That's again. It's the. It's it's what you. You you think your life's gonna be pretty damn different when you're an adult as a kid, uh, but you end up you know you end up learning a lot as you get a little bit older. So Christy, why don't we eat candy for every meal now that we're adults? Um, because it's not very filling, and we like other things besides candy. I disagree. <laughs> I think it's very filling if you eat enough of it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but also I also like cheese and bread and other things you know that's true it's true and i find that now that i'm an adult my stomach just can't handle all the sugar sugar yeah it seemed like your body when you're 10 or 12 or 14 is really it bounces back quick it can handle a lot and now i'm just a little bit more delicate in my old age (laughs) that's for sure i remember hearing um do you remember the zone diet that everyone was doing for like a minute in the 90s? Vaguely. Um, that this a Snickers bar was a perfect zone zone meal, but that's all you get, right? Because it has mm-hmm. nuts, so it has like it has the perfect combination of 
protein, carbs, and fat. But then you could either have that or a giant like bowl of lettuce or the zucchini parmesan <laughs> thing that we talked about last right. episode. Um, but then I was thinking, hmm, Snickers bar for lunch. That's not that's not that bad. But no, that's not enough calories. I'm looking it up. A Snickers bar is only 215, no, 250 calories. Right. That's but, not enough for a meal. But think about people who only eat like a protein bar for a meal. Well, those people are weird. Right. <laughs> and even like a Cliff bar, I think, is more than that. I can look that up too. God bless the internet. <laughs> I didn't say you won't be grumpy and hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a cliff bar. Really? Only 240 calories? Weird. That can't be right. Oh, well. I still don't. I don't think that that's acceptable to only have a Snickers bar for a meal. Oh, no. Neither do I. But it was fun thinking about it. <laughs> Think about say, being able to say you're on a diet and losing weight and once a day you eat a Snickers bar. Okay. <laughs> Although, here's the thing. I don't like Snickers bars. So I would then say, well, could we just like push that to be Butterfinger? Well, no, you can't because it doesn't have the right amount of proportion or whatever. That's true. It doesn't have peanuts in it. It has fingers. Right. Instead. <laughs> And lots of butter. <laughs> I I think it's worth mentioning in this, mostly as a setup for one of the later clips, but Luke talks about how he unexpectedly had this craving for candy bar. And so he bought three. I forget which three he said because I didn't mm -hmm. take note of those. But then he only ate part of one before he thought, eh, I'm good. Who but it's part of one. Okay, first of all, who buys three candy bars at once? And second, who just eats part of a candy bar? That's really strange. It's really weird. I could see, so maybe at this time, he, I mean, it was obvious that he wasn't really into eating that much candy. He's probably on his grind at this time. Mm -hmm. So maybe he's like, I don't know which one I want. He's not a candy connoisseur like we are. We go no. in, we know what we want. Yep. There's probably 10 different things and then we'll break it down by our mood, right? Well, he goes right. in and he's just like, I don't know. I used to like Kit Kats. Maybe that's what I'll get. Um, And so he gets three, probably different ones. But it, the eating half of it, that's just a waste. Yeah. I can't help but think that if this was a question of like jerky, then we would be at the disadvantage and he right. would have the advantage <laughs> right. because he would know exactly which kind of jerky he wanted and right. where we would probably buy half a different... Well, I, no, I can't even no. pretend <laughs> that I would do that. <laughs> I'm not eating that nasty jerky no. stuff. <laughs> That's man food. How about Whoa. cheese? No, I'm pretty good with cheese. I'm pretty good with cheese too. Hmm... But I probably would be a little bit more indecisive like Andrew. I like the way that he described going to the grocery store or wherever. I guess the gas station or wherever has the snack mixes. When mm -hmm. he 
ghost to try and find something and being so indecisive and like walking back and forth and trying to convince himself of what he wants because he knows as an adult, he knows what the end result of this is going to be. It's going to be shame and it's going to be greasy hands for the road trip. And he doesn't like that. And I think that maybe that's what it is about being an adult is that you have an awareness of what the end result is going to be. Whereas a kid, you can't see that yet. Right. So what is your go-to road snack? If you're, you have, you know, you're driving, let's say to Chicago tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I don't advise you do that, but say you have to do that. (laughs) What would you get for snacks? Probably just some hard candy. I am really a big fan of the bulk pick a mix candy little of this little of that you weigh it all out pay by the pound I like kind of old-fashioned candy I like the starlight mints and the root beer barrels anything that it's going to take me a little bit longer to eat because mm-hmm. I can what put down a butterscotch a bunch of discs oh yes those are good I like those mm-hmm. a lot <laughs> yeah something something that I can draw out so that I don't eat a pound of Sour Patch Kids while I'm mm. on the highway. Those go fast. That's for yes. sure. What would you pick? Candy-wise, probably something similar, a sucking candy. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a savory snack, probably some kind of chip um, situation. That So in the savory aisle, I, I'm like Luke. I don't know what is happening. I just like stand there. Like, do I want something cheesy? Do I want something salty? Do I want nuts? I, I just lose it. Um, so I would say recently we went, um, just, it wasn't even that far, just a two hour drive this weekend. And I, my go-to was Pringles. Oh, God, savory Pringles. They're so good. What flavor do you like? I am such a sucker for salt and vinegar, anything really. Mm-hmm. That's probably what I would choose. I will give props to Andrew for his choice of Gardettos. Those are good. What is your favorite thing inside the Gardettos? I like the rye chips. Me too. They're the best part. Okay, they make... we can't share no. snack mixes. Well, do they make just a rye chip bag? Because I could, I'd get down with that. I think they probably do. Now, in college, I had a friend whose mother used to send him care packages all the time. She was a big care package mom. My mom, not a big (laughs) care package mom. And so I was very jealous. And she would put huge tubs of Gardettos in every single care package she sent him. And so I would be over there in his room sitting in the beanbag chair (laughs) with those Gardettos every chance that I got. At work, we get these things, peanut butter filled pretzels. Oh, yeah. At my work, we call them crack nuggets. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. We go through a giant Costco size one a week. So that might be a good road trip snack. I don't know. I I don't like the idea of a snack mix, a savory thing in the car because it seems too messy mm. to me. There's too much crumbly and things getting everywhere for me to really be happy with that especially if I'm driving and mm-hmm. then I can't monitor it as well when you're eating one-handed I mean you really shouldn't eat and drive anyway no. <laughs> you can get Kids. a ticket for that now 
<laughs> Don't eat and drive. Yeah. <laughs> Should we move on to the next one? Yes, this is a very important this clip. This is a very important clip. This is from February 19th of 2014. Um, Luke and Andrew talk about Skittles. And can I say before we go to this, to all our listeners who have problems hearing eating on mic, I'd like to yeah. apologize. Excited to be here, but I'll tell you, I, uh, I'm really mostly today thinking about eating Skittles. I'm not going to lie to you. Skittles, I have not, I stopped eating Skittles when, you know, I turned 15 or 16. When I was a child, I spake as a child and I ate Skittles as a child. But in my adult life, I don't think of Skittles much. But as you know, uh, probably if you followed uh, the Super Bowl at all here in Seattle, uh, big sports star Marshawn Lynch, Seahawk player, loves Skittles. And in honor of that game, my wife went and bought us a lot of Skittles and we didn't eat all of the Skittles. And now they're just Skittles all about the house. And honestly, I uh, I have right in front of me I have a saucer full of Skittles. And even as that intro music was playing, I thought to myself, don't eat the Skittles, right? Like, leave the Skittles alone while the intro of the show is starting and while you're going to have to be talking in a few minutes. But I can't stop eating the Skittles. It's like, it's not a joke, you guys. It's not... A friggin' joke. Hi, this is Luke's mom, Susie, coming tonight on TBTL. Well, a lot of Skittle eating, probably. Also, a new segment uh, called uh, Seriously Public Radio. There were two moments today. Okay, I'm going to finish. I'm sorry. Hold on. Mmm. You know, I think everything was okay until I said, Mmm. That was when it got kind of weird. Um, this guy knows about things getting kind of weird. He's down there in Los Angeles, California. California got sunshine. He's Andrew Hollywood Walsh. He joins us from uh, Santa Monica, California today. Hey, buddy. Mm, hold on one second. No, just kidding. I'm not you better be kidding. eating a now and later. <laughs> yeah, that would be one of the only thing that would be worse. I guess that or a Swedish fish. I don't, I mean, I don't mean to be, um, uh, I, well, first of all, I don't mean to annoy the listeners with eating these candies on the air. And I'm not trying to be one of those people who's like, I'm just like totally addicted to these Skittles. I honestly think I might have a sort of a problem because as um, addiction specialists will tell you, addiction is repeated use in the face of mounting consequences. And as that intro tape, Andrew, that you so lovingly assembled years ago when you cared about this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, what show is this? This is the Skittles Hour. Oh, gotcha. As that intro tape was playing, I looked over at this. The reason I have, by the way, a plate, a a small plate, a saucer of Skittles is because out in the living room, my wife had brought a bowl of Skittles out to have a little snack while she was working. And I just, I saw those Skittles and I had to have them. And I didn't just have to have like five of them. I had to have many of them. So I just grabbed whatever was nearby, which was a different plate. And I just started pouring the Skittles onto the plate and brought them in here. And as the intro tape was playing, I looked at the Skittles and I really did think to myself, don't start eating the Skittles right now. You're going to have to talk in like 30 seconds. And I couldn't stop myself. I was using the Skittles in the face of mounting consequences, which is the rapidly diminishing listenership of this podcast. Yeah, I'm, some people might have found it charming. Not me. <laughs> yeah. Some people might have found it charming. All right, I'm going to try to ignore this. Have you had Skittles in a long time? Um, 
I can't remember the last time I had Skittles, but I, 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 they were one of my favorite candies and they remain one of my favorite candies. Like, oh, yes, well, I've had Skittles recently because um, when you go to any of the Seahawks bars around here on Seahawks Sunday or football day or Sunday, yeah. as they call it in the real world, um, you know, to watch the Seahawks game, they always, you know, there's always somebody passing out tons of Skittles. So last time we were there to watch the Super Bowl. Oh, by the way, did you uh, have you watched the game yet? The uh, Seahawks uh, pulled it out. Oh. Victory there for the Super Bowl. I was taping that. Sorry, it was a pretty big deal. I thought that for sure you would have seen some of the coverage. But, um, yeah, some, some of the folks I was watching with brought some bags of Skittles, and I chowed down on them. I love them to death. I will say this, though. Mm-hmm. Nothing will beat the purple bag when it comes to Skittles. Usually because it's I all like, the grape ones? Uh, no, they're not all grape, but they're like berry flavors. Mm. So, like, you know how there's various colored bags and the red bags right. are the original ones? Right. Um, purple, I'm going to try the purple bag Skittles, see if I can get a list of the different. Um, every single one in there is fantastic. Every flavor in the purple bag is just fantastic. Well, I... I... <sighs> I don't know why I ever stopped eating these, probably because of um, getting treatment for my meth addiction, which really reduced my interest in eating hard candies as an adult. I do think, by the way, there's something suspicious about adults who are obsessed with candy. Oh, yeah. Don't you don't you agree? Like, like, I'm not saying having a chocolate bar or having the occasional Twix or there's anything wrong with any of that. But, you know, you ever meet one of those adults that's just like candy, like the mummy. The mummy loves candy more than anything in the world. Mummy is like Will Ferrell's character in the movie Elf, except <laughs> that was a, a fictional character meant to illustrate how crazy it would be if an adult loved candy more than anything. The mummy is living his life on the principle that candy and whiskey are the two best things in the world. And I would agree one of those is probably one of the best things in the world, and it ain't candy. Mm, I don't know what you're referring to. I'm seriously, though, like— I, I do want to, can I? Can yeah, I, please, please. I need more time to eat the Skittles. Yeah, do you say whatever you're saying? So I, want, I just did a quick Google search. I wanted to see, or actually it was a Bing search. Well, actually, it's funny you'd mention Google. We're going to talk about that coming up. Okay. Um, I did a quick uh, search on uh, a uh, search engine on the internet yeah. and um, came <laughs> up with a list of all the different... Every time you say Google, we get docked $8,000 by Bing. <laughs> and Daddy's got to afford his Skittles, so don't say it ever again. So you obviously have the original fruit Skittles. Uh, then you have Tropical, which I'm not such a fan of. I think Me neither. Tropical are the ones who come in the light green bag, and I think a lot of them taste soapy. The ones that come in the purple bag are Wildberry. Um, in there you got the Berry Punch, the Melon Berry. Mm. not even a thing. Raspberry, Strawberry, and Wild Cherry. All of them are good, even the Melon Berry. Um, but what I was amazed by is that is just... The tip of the iceberg when it comes to crazy ass Skittle types. They really? also have a tartan tangy bag um, that doesn't seem to be around anymore. This came out in 1989. Flavors were those that represent the sour Skittles that were released after these were discontinued. So sour Skittles are down there. There are crazy cores, which apparently were the shell was one flavor and the core was something else. So you had blue raspberry lemon, cherry lemonade, etc. Um, they had a bag called Confused, similar <laughs> to an incarnation previously sold in the U.K. where the same colored shell can contain different flavors. A green piece may be cherry in one bag, a peach in another. Um, they have sour, crazy sours, smoothie mix, ice cream treats, oh, carnival man. or possibly carnival, um, Skittles Unlimited, 
which had bubblegum flavor, jam donut, popcorn, and toffee apple. Those are just the flavors that were all within the Skittles Unlimited bag. And, in parts of Canada, poutine-flavored. Mm, I betcha. I mean, uh, let's see, I, I, can I finish this? Because I'm Please. absolutely fascinated. Honestly, the longer you're reading, the more I'm eating Skittles, oh, so yeah, I got an open place. That, I'm just going to open up another Wikipedia page and start reading that, whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> you have double sour. Oh. Um, you have extreme fruit gum. I don't know what that means. These are Skittles that have the same flavors as extreme fruit Skittles bubble gum, which is apparently a thing. Uh, you have mint, which had uh, contained a spearmint and wintergreen. I don't like that Skittles. at all. No, that's stupid. Skittles, mints, uh, extra chewy mints, chocolate. So if you get a chocolate sold in a bag just like M&M's in 2008, they released chocolate Skittles that had nope. hot chocolate, milk chocolate, mocha chocolate, nutty chocolate, wild chocolate. <clears throat> nope. Chocolate mix. Don't you feel like Skittles have to be, for them to be a Skittle, they have to be fruit flavored of some kind because... Whether you're trying to go chocolate or uh, what was the other one that mint uh, sounded horrible. Yeah, mint like that's somebody else's. That's somebody else's scene. Thank you, yeah. Okay, Anne, tell me your thoughts on Skittles. I was just thinking that the Skittles Corporation must have been thrilled to make that endorsement deal with Marshawn Lynch. Oh my gosh! It must have done so much for their sales in the Pacific Northwest. It was insanity here with it so just a little backstory they didn't go into it in this clip i know they have in the in the past but just to bring our listeners up marshawn obviously great football player had been playing since little league football and every time he got a touchdown his mom would give him a skittle as a little reward pellet and so then that came on to his adult she was on the sidelines and would give him skittles and when that that must have been a local news story that came out and told the story of, of, of that happening. So people started throwing Skittles onto the field, bags, individuals, big giant bags, giving him, giving him Skittles whenever, whenever possible. And then, dang, I gotta get good at football. I know, right? Or yeah, anything where I say I like this, and then people send it to me. Um, well, you didn't you get j- five pounds of Cadbury eggs? Six, yeah, six pounds. Yeah. So you're close to Marshawn Lynch status. That's Skittles true. made him special shoes that had Skittles on it, but the NFL, who was terrible, um, wouldn't let him wear them. Oh. Um, so it just became this thing, and then of course. It became an official, an official endorsement deal. Yeah, I'm looking at the limited edition Seattle mix Skittles that are just blue and green. Yeah, so those were just passed around town. The Skittles people, I think they're made by Mars, right? Skittles are a mm-hmm. Mars product. I think um, so. Came and passed those around downtown. You didn't even have to buy them, but then you could buy them in the stores, and it became a thing where everyone was looking for those. And every Seahawks party you would go to around this time always had skittles you had to have them and bars had drinks called marshall lint skittles skittle drinks that had either tasted like them or had skittles associated with it i i see um is this an actual package or just like a mock-up of a package that's in seahawk colors and it says seattle's taste the beast mode yeah that's real yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so it became crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I think that is a deal that probably worked out for everybody. Yes, for sure. I mean, I'm not thrilled about Luke eating them on air, but Ugh. it's way less sloppy than some of the other things that he's mm-hmm. eaten. That's true. A sandwich or soup or mm-hmm. most anything else, but that it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I. So who uses a plate to hold their Skittles, Luke? What is that about? That's ridiculous. It's a bowl. You don't put Skittles on a plate. That might be one of those signs of a sociopath, honestly. (laughs) I support them supporting Skittles, but I honestly, Luke, that's just a wrong thing. And then we get into talk about how Andrew likes specifically the purple bag because it's Mm. all berry flavors. And I went up to look at it exactly. Um, berry punch, okay, raspberry, okay, although I don't understand the flavor of blue raspberry. Uh, strawberry, okay, wild cherry, okay, melon berry, that's not a thing. That's no, not a berry, It's Andrew. not a thing, but it's a delicious flavor if you had it. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I don't like melon flavor, so. Oh, you wouldn't like it then. I'm pretty picky about Skittles. If there is one flavor in the bag that I don't like, I won't buy it. I'm not oh. buying the tropical ones because they have banana ones in there. And I can't deal with that because then I'm wasting 20% of the candy if it's something that I'm not going to eat. Right. You need to get a friend that likes the things you don't like. Yeah, but you're all the way across the country. <laughs> That's true. So I do not like yellow Skittles. I think they're the worst. And... um. I've told it before and Andrew's given me a little shout out that the only time I'll eat Skittles is when I'm doing expense reports at right. work. Mm-hmm. And I used to just get the tiny little, um, I would do two of the little packs you get at Halloween, just the snack size. Mm-hmm. And then, and I divide them up in the colors and I eat them. And then the yellow ones I just um, would give to my coworker who those were the only ones that she liked. So it's good to have friends that like the other the other flavors but all right so i was jeremy became obsessed with skittles when he stopped drinking they talk about that they go into that a little bit later about how you just change your obsession to something else and Mm -hmm. his became candy specifically skittles and he swears that skittles do not have flavors well he's just wrong right and so then i looked this up because someone else i think it was hillary when she was in town told me oh yeah look it up skittles don't have flavors they're all one flavor and your mind is tricked by the color Uh -uh. and multiple Uh -uh. people have told me that and so i looked it up and there was a study that said that was true but then the mars company came out and said no they're very distinct flavors yeah but I, i feel like i need to do a blind taste test because i think they taste very different because i hate yellow yeah, I'm confident that I could differentiate Skittle flavors. Mm-hmm. Especially once you get into the weird ones, like the melon yeah. berries and tropical punch and stuff like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I could tell you what bag it's from. So what is your favorite Skittle flavor? Probably just the original. Mm-hmm. But what in there? Like, what do you eat first? No, that's not the right question. The right question okay. is, what do you save for last? <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. Probably the, probably the purple ones. Purple. Okay. But I like the red ones too. And I like the orange ones. 
I like the yellow and I like the green. So there you go. Do you like the when the green changed flavors? I got used to it. Let's put it that way. I wasn't thrilled at first, but then it was okay. Um, I can also get down with some sour Skittles, although they will scorch the taste buds off your tongue even more than Sour Patch Kids. For sure. (laughs) Those things are rough. Yeah. Um, But they are, a couple of those are pretty good. Now, I have issue with, with Luke saying that adults that are obsessed with candy are suspicious. Yes, I think that that sentence is the entire reason that I wanted to do this show. <laughs> I wanted to know how you feel about that. No, it's wrong. I think that that there are some addictions. We'll say I worked at a drugstore that was open 24 hours a day. And there was a lot of people that um, had meth addictions. And they love candy. Mm-hmm. Specifically chocolate. And that is weird when you're getting giant chocolate bars at three in the morning and um, 45 things of Sudafed. Um, and, and him saying, like, his only example was the mummy. Oh, well, you can't use the right. mummy as no. the example for anything. <laughs> and the fact that they said the mummy loves candy and whiskey. And one of those is wrong. <laughs> Why is it that the alcohol is right? <laughs> exactly. Alcohol has torn people's lives apart. Like, <laughs> killed people, literally. And the other thing, a slightly, I don't know, more serious tack about it is that um, candy produces, oh God, I never can remember if it's dopamine or serotonin. I think it's serotonin. Candy um, gives you a little burst, like it ele- elevates your brain chemicals, your serotonin levels when you have it. And so if you're a person who maybe is a little bit prone to depression, like I am, or a lot prone to depression, and you have lower serotonin levels, sometimes having the candy makes you feel really good in a way that you don't normally feel in your real life. And so I wonder maybe if that's a little bit why I love candy so much is because it's a really concentrated way that I can feel happy that was a depressing sentence. Right. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, alcohol makes Luke and Andrew happy. Sugar makes me happy. And I do have a massive sweet tooth. And I always have from the time that I was a little kid. And my mom was very strict about candy mm-hmm. and did not allow it. And we were a no dessert family. No dessert. Um, we would have the, the thing that she called Sunday candy, which was if you were good all week and then you were ready for church on time on Sunday morning and actually that applied to all three of us so both of my brothers had to be ready on time too which is problematic then after (laughs) church we would go to the drugstore and you could pick out you know your Twix bar or your Skittles or whatever and I lived for those days so I think (laughs) church was your favorite place (laughs) yeah I I, f- I feel like the thing that they say about, well, just don't expose your children to it and they won't know what they're missing. I knew. Mm-hmm. I knew and I craved it so hard my whole life. So I don't know. Maybe it's a sign of an unsophisticated palate, but I also like sophisticated and subtle food. It's just that I really like candy. Mm-hmm. I'm a grown up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not suspicious. No. <laughs> Opposite of that. <laughs> Yo, I just, we never had 
dessert either. And I know that some households, that's just like a thing. Well, what's for dessert? Yep. And mm-hmm. mom would make a dessert. And whenever I'd go over to people's houses like that, I'd be like, what? We, there's a second help. There's a second serving of something. <laughs> hmm. I actually, I have that memory of being like eight years old and going over to my friend's house for dinner. And when we were finished eating, they just matter of factly started getting down the bowls and someone got out the ice cream. And I thought, oh my God, this they do heavy. this every night. This is normal. <laughs> and my, my eight-year-old brain, my mind grapes mm-hmm. were just blown. Yeah. All right. Are we done with Skittles? I'm never done with Skittles. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to say one more thing. Mm-hmm. Mint flavored Skittles. No. Chocolate flavored Skittles. Mm-mm. That is a crime against nature as far as I'm concerned. Did you try them? No, I never even heard of it until they started talking about it. But I agree with Luke that Skittles must be fruit flavored. Yes, they have to be. Let's let's not cross the streams Mm-mm. here, people, on our candies. This is very important. If you want chocolate Skittles, you eat M&Ms because that's what those yes. are. Mm-hmm. Or you go to Canada or Europe and you eat their Smarties, not America's oh. Smarties. Amer- uh, Canadian Smarties are the best thing ever. Oh, yeah. They're mm-hmm. so good. I missed them when I moved away from Europe. Um, I used to have a pipeline because I worked with the Canadian and every other weekend she would go up there and she would bring me a little thing of Smarties. Oh, the Smarties pipeline. <laughs> and then when Meredith came to visit, she brought me a whole giant bag when they went to Canada. It was my oh best my day gosh. <laughs> In my family, um, one of my brothers, I don't remember which one, probably Matt, um, Miss spoke or misheard when he was learning to talk and he called them snarties with an n so we've always called them snarties in my families i like it (sighs) now i want some all right let's move on okay to a slightly more serious (laughs) side of candy Uh, this clip comes to us from july 17th 2014 And it has Luke and Andrew talking about the Ku Klux Klan. I don't know what the the KKK's um, sort of imprint down there in L.A. is, Andrew, but... um, We're not very big. (laughs) Get it? See what I did? I implied that I am in the Ku Klux Klan, which which I'm not. Turns out you're not. Uh, Down in South Carolina, they were trying to, I guess, um, kind of make some new friends. And so they they, they took a novel approach here, which a local TV station uh, talked about. Take a uh, take a listen to this. Peppermints and Smarties dropped in driveways along the Seneca subdivision. As I opened it up, I realized just what it was, and um, I just read the flyer right off of it. I said, "Save our land and join the Klan," and I, I my mouth fell open. This woman didn't want to be identified on camera, but says her family was on their way to church Sunday morning when they ran over the bag and stopped to check it out. It totally shocked me, but it made me angry. She said she saw the bags on every driveway, including neighbors with mixed racial marriages and minorities. She and her neighbors were even ashamed that what she thought was a thing of the past still exists. You're making it seem like you feel like you're being watched now. Well, I do. Everybody in our neighborhood does. This is the voicemail of the Klan hotline. I always remember, it ain't white, it ain't right. 
Robert Jones, the Imperial Claylift based. Would you judge me if that was my new outgoing message? <laughs> what if it was your signature on your email? <laughs> if it ain't white, it ain't right. This guy is about to say something. Talk about upworthy. This guy's about to say something that blew my mind when I watched this news tape. In North Carolina, near the Virginia border, says they don't target homes for their national night ride. And we can't tell who lives in a house, whether they're black, white, Mexican, gay. We can't tell that. And to be able to look at somebody's house and do that, that means you'd be pretty much a racist. He says the... <laughs> did you catch that? No, what did he say? <laughs> he says that if you try to judge a person by the house they live in, you're a racist. <laughs> The guy who just said, listen, I'm going to play this back for you again, okay? Uh, unless I misheard it. Mexican gay, we can't tell it. And to be able to look at somebody's house and do that, that means you'd be pretty much a racist. He said... <laughs> He's I, saying, I, if you, if his, you, his, his logic is, is tortured. Um, I think so. I think so. Um, needless to say that I don't think... Well, two things. Uh, earlier in the news piece, the part I didn't use, the woman uh, who's uh, re filing the report, she starts by saying that this guy from the Klan says he's getting 20,000 calls a day, which seems like a lot, considering you gave out some smarties and uh, a flyer. But it got me thinking, yeah. like, if we can agree that the KKK is probably the worst, what is the appropriate candy for the KKK to have given out in these bags? I definitely What think did they actually give out? Smarties? Smarties and... Um, mm -hmm. Smarties and uh, uh, peppermints. Those are okay. the two things. Okay. Which uh -huh. the peppermint's definitely pretty bad in my opinion. But I would like if I was putting together my KKK bag of candy, that is to say the candy mm -hmm. that I think is the worst candy you could have, it would probably it would I know this is the second show in a row I've brought this up, which is bizarre, but it would have circus peanuts in it. Mm-hmm. And it would have candy corn. And it would have mm. um Werther's. No Werther's originals. Uh Get off of oh, my no. radio station. Oh, no. Are we are we not friends anymore? We're, are you? Really? Seriously? Are you anti-Werther's? Butterscotch? Well, I mean, yeah. Right? I thought that that's the way right... <laughs> right, <laughs> right thinking people. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's the way right thinking people approached Werther's originally. I mean, I know that... I mean, you're a little bit older than me. Maybe maybe it's... The, I just was always like taking with now. delicious butterscotch. No, I used to buy Werther's at the store. Like, as a kid, I thought they were great. Hold on, let me do my... Well, let me okay, do my thing, yeah, and then ahead. you do your thing. Okay, so I already said circus, no, okay, circus peanuts, candy corn, um, uh, applets and cutlets, and then... Those, you know, those really chalky mints that kind of dissolve that like your grandma always had a, a dish of or grandmas always have dishes of. I don't not. Wait, the minty ones? Not, you mean they're the not ones minty. They're just they're like these little chalky white candies that just kind of turn into nothing in your mouth. Hmm. I mean, I'm picturing like uh, those after dinner mints that are kind of like chalky, but maybe they're not kind minty. Of the what does thing? it taste like? Yeah. It, well, I guess I it's vaguely like minty, but I don't like the texture. Okay. So the oh, and you know mm -hmm. what else? Necco wafers. Uh, Necco wafers. Maybe Wait, aren't those little thing? cookie things? Wait, no, no, those me, are Nilla. You're thinking of Nilla wafers. Yeah. Necco wafers no, are those no, little no. like quarter size kind of chalky. Maybe I just don't like chalky things. Chalky candies that are like they mm -hmm. look. They're basically like quarters, but you eat them and they come in this paper wrapped thing. Maybe that was a bigger in, in oh, Seattle yes. than. I'm looking at them. No, I have had those. Those those are now on my list as well. Okay, so give me your give me your list. Well, unfortunately, I didn't uh, have a list in advance, so I'm just kind of thinking about this now. I mentioned Werther's. I I do mm -hmm. want to be um, 
speaking of um, of uh, texture, I will say that Werther's, I do like the way it's the smoothest candy. That is yes. something that is a very appealing great about it. You will not feel. find really good a mouth great mouthfeel. Absolutely. And it is like, it is like somebody took those Werther's and then when my dad, you know, used to run a like a a steel fabrication shop, for lack of a better way of describing it. And they would have these um, these bins that looked kind of like cannons. They looked like kind of squat, wide cannons, um, but they were kind of containers. Mm-hmm. And if you had a metal part that, you know, you sanded it down on the edges or filed it down, but it was still a little bit too sharp, you would take those metal parts and you would put it in this container. And inside the container were a bunch of like really smooth stones and you would add some water and then you would just p- turn this thing on and it would just kind of like, you know, shake and rotate and basically kind of create an ocean sort of um, vibe inside of it and you would just leave it on for a few hours and then your piece would come out like really smooth right it was like kind of like a rock like a rock tumbler right i guess yeah maybe people have heard of them and i just spent a valuable 45 (laughs) seconds describing it but yeah that's what it was i'd never seen them anywhere else i loved it so anyway it feels like a werther's original came like right out of that thing just nice and smooth so okay anyway so 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 let's see just give me give me three we only have like 20 seconds i don't even like okay well i only can really think of one other and you'll probably disagree with this too butterfinger like i hate i hate butterfinger can i put that can i put that in my kkk bag as well (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Can we the double fact up? That, fact, we, we shouldn't each have KKK bags. As a matter of fact, you can just have mine. Oh, you're so sweet. Is that like an early sure, early Christmas present or something? It is. It is. Nice. It's a, it's a tote bag, and it says white ain't right on the outside <laughs> of it. Or what is it? If it ain't white, it's not right or whatever. You're going to, yeah, you have to really get your messaging down, my friend. <laughs> Christy, I am very uncomfortable with Andrew even making a spoof about him being in the KKK. Yeah. I did not like that at all. No. It it seems like something that he would have wanted to cut out after. I mean, it was a pretty good spoof in mm-hmm. the Andrew way that he says something really seriously, and so you're kind of following him for a minute, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. No. <laughs> Do you think that the um, KKK Andrews Andrews um, sexter or whatever his version of the KKK has a float in the Black Lives Matters parade? <laughs> well, we know what kind of candy they're throwing. Right, it's an American <laughs> Smarties. Which you know what? Um, mm. Before before they even announced what candies it would be, I would I started listening to this clip and i said well it has to be those are the two candies i would have picked really interesting well first of all if you're giving out goodie bags (laughs) on people's doorsteps you want to have it be a wrapped candy yes right true Mm -hmm. so american smarties are the worst candy i would say oh i love them oh that's what i give out for halloween so i don't eat them all i will not touch i will not touch one of those smarties at all. I mean, I would say the worst kind of candies maybe Bitto Honey. Those are wrapped. What? You could put those in the KKK bag. Okay. Okay. Those are delicious. So tell me what's in your KKK oh, no. bag. <laughs> <laughs> we have a candy schism. <laughs> well, I agree with Luke mostly. Circus mm-hmm. peanuts, disgusting. 
I love candy corn, so I would not put that in my bag. Uh, applets and cutlets, all the applets and cutlets in the world can go in the yes. KKK bag. Yeah, they can have all of them. <laughs> and they come from uh, Eastern Washington, where there are a lot of KKK people living. So <laughs> there you go. Um, they never quite figured out what he was talking about with the chalky grandma mints. But do you remember those round pink ones that look like lozenges? Sort yeah, of. Those were they're always. Yeah, they're always like CVS brand or Walgreens brand or whatever. I'm wondering if he's thinking of something like that because those are gross. Or is he thinking about buttermints? I don't know. Maybe those, those are, are delicious. Too. Yeah, I like those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else would be in there? Any candy that's sugar free? Oh, blah. I mean, I mean, sorry, my friends who. Are, are forced to yeah. eat <laughs> sugar-free candy. I mean, I feel for you. You're doing what you can, but it, it ain't mm-hmm. right. It just It's just not. So I'm pretty down with what Luke said. Then we get to Andrew's suggestions. And my brain made like a record screech, record yes. scratch noise. Werther's Originals? Those are GD delicious. Uh, yeah, they are. Those would be a good road trip snack. I thought at first that maybe he was just being Andrew and he was thinking of something incorrectly. Like he thought right. that Necco wafers were Nilla wafers. <laughs> <laughs> but but from the way that he described them, it's clear that he knew exactly mm-hmm. what a Werther's original was. And he thinks they're gross. And I just, I don't even know if we can be friends anymore. I wonder if it's because it has... It doesn't actually have dairy, but it has a milky type flavor and almost texture a little bit. And I wonder if that he doesn't like that. That is too strange. That's too strange. But then I was trying to work my brain around that. And he said, Butterfinger? What? Now you can't be friends with him anymore. Right. Butterfingers? Something is wrong with his brain. Yes. If he thinks that Butterfingers should go in the white supremacy goodie bag. No, we get those. Not the bad guys. <laughs> the bad guys get Smarties and Applets and Collets. Yeah, so so what would be in your white supremacy candy bag? Okay. Candy corn, Smarties, that old-timey ribbon candy that comes around at Christmas that it feels oh. like no one ever replaces and it sticks in a bowl. And it comes in weird flavors like clove and wintergreen yes, and stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then applets and collets, of course. Okay. What about you? I agree with Luke, mostly. Oh, you don't like circus peanuts? I don't like circus peanuts. I don't love or hate circus peanuts. They're just a nah, mm. situation. Strange. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm trying to remember that to each his own. <laughs> I'm trying not to go with, how could you? This clip was so strange, though. So they're recruiting people by handing out candy bags at their house. Uh-huh. And I think my favorite part of the clip was, well, we can't tell we can't tell what race someone's house is because that would be racist. Right. You know what that actually, I realized from that, something that hadn't connected in my brain before is that white supremacists really believe that they're not racist 
white mm-hmm. nationalism is not about hating other races to them. It's about loving their own race. And so the the fact that he would make that distinction that you, you have to leave the racist candy on everybody's door, it's just crazy to me. Yeah, it's really crazy. And what is it about a person that just a bag of Smarties and peppermints makes them go over, go over to be a white nationalist. Just your, your friendly neighborhood white nationalist. That's all. I mean, were they not aware of it before? They're not aware of the KKK. And then they're like, Oh, Hey, look at this random bag of candy, which let's not even get into the fact of, do you eat candy that's been left on your doorstep? That's why it's got to be wrapped. Unknown sources. (laughs) Well, now I don't remember, but studies say that there have to be so many contacts. If you want to, I think it's a political thing where you have to have so many different contacts with people. Just talking to them once isn't going to do it. You have to do multiple contacts in order to change people's mind or win their approval or whatever. Maybe this is just one contact in a line of many planned contacts. I mean, if he could just get like 1% of the people to call their hotline and listen to be a man, join the clan, that's a step in the right direction for them. But I think the most important thing that we can get out of this clip is the idea for new LRB merch. Because we'll get that tote bag that says, if it ain't white, it ain't right on it. And it will come pre-stuffed for you with our KKK candy selection. Okay. Are you on board with this, Christy? No. (laughs) Maybe if it says, if it's it's all white, it ain't right. (laughs) Well, now you're just changing the message. (laughs) Right. I don't know about this. I can't believe that they also pitched that idea. <laughs> Andrew was definitely in in a little um, spicy mood. First pretending yes. that he was a part of the LAKKK, then deciding that a tote bag would be a good idea. I thought a tote bag was always a good idea. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> There's limits. See, it does make me think about your white nationalism pledge drive like what if they had pledge drive events <laughs> like public radio and public tv what would their subscriber gifts be it would be the tote bag yes. would be like at the ten dollar a month level yeah a mug they're probably a mug of some sort mm-hmm. be a man join the clan that's what it would say yeah. on your mug <laughs> oh no I don't want to go too much further <laughs> down this road because it gets really weird yeah, and uncomfortable really weird <laughs> All right, let's go to our final clip from March of 2016. Um, Luke talks about regerts in a hotel room. When doesn't he talk about regerts in a hotel <laughs> right? room? The real reason, by the way, that I forced myself to do this exercise, even though I read a story yesterday in the New York Times, the, the health section of the New York Times exists largely to make me feel less good about exercising, yeah. by the way. That is right. more or less. They say... All the news that's fit to make Luke not feel 
good about exercising. All the news that's fit to remind Andrew that he doesn't fit into his pants. <laughs> well, they <laughs> they they nailed me yesterday because the the, the article was about how. People, uh, well, it started by the fact that exercising is up. People, more people are exercising in this country than ever before, and obesity is also on the rise. And they're trying to figure out how those two things mm-hmm. can be happening at the same time. But one of the issues uh, they found is that people named Luke, I thought that was oddly yeah, specific right. in the research. People on. named Luke tend to overestimate by 400% how much they've, how many calories they've burned during a workout. And then they go and they eat. Right, of course. Because they think, I deserve it. But really, like, they burned off half of a bagel, and then they eat a dozen donuts. And that math is problematic. By the way, I say this as a person. Let me just reach down and grab the wastebasket here at the Swiss Hotel. Oh, no. Shall I just give you an accounting, Andrew, of what is in this wastebasket? Well, I have a feeling this is one of those segments that makes me feel better about myself. So go for it. Nestle Crunch Wrapper. Hmm, that's the crunch. Famous Amos cookie bag. Crumpled. Hmm. Twix wrapper. Really? This does not sound like you. I'm not joking. Famous Amos cookie bag from two nights ago. Hershey's white chocolate with Oreo. So good, by the way. That sounds Don't good. sleep on that, Hershey's white chocolate with Oreo. Because it'll melt uh, into the couch. Peanut M&M wrapper. And, oh, hey, this is good. Another Twix. Last night... This is two nights worth. Not that that really helps. Last night, I, I walked back after we did the show and got some dinner and some drinks with everybody. I uh, I walked back to the hotel. I figured I'd you know just get a little fresh air. And I stopped off at the little. They have like a mini mart in this hotel yeah. instead of the uh, the hotel uh, mini bar in the room. Mm-hmm. And the lady said to me, no joke, she goes, that's a lot of sugar. Oh, never (laughs) comment. Don't comment. I know. But she was right. I know. I've gotten into this bad habit when I'm traveling. I don't do this at home. I'm not a big sweets person at home. But when I'm traveling, I'm in this mode where I I feel like I, you know, I worked out today, Andrew. I deserve to eat 1,100 calories of pure sugar. Um, So anyway... uh, uh, the reason that I continue to fecklessly attempt to uh, control my weight through exercise is mostly because I hate bringing my running shoes and then not using them. Ah. That is the worst. I've said this before. If I had a Native American name, it would be brings workout clothes and does not use them. That would have been my name on the high plains of uh, of, the, of the Dakotas because that happens to me a lot and I hate it and I made it a goal this trip that I would not – because the running shoes are clunky, and the it's like I, I I try to pack as light as possible, and I hate it when I half of my bag is exercise related stuff, and then if I don't work out, I feel like I really didn't handle things well. So that's good though. So that that story is a story of like that's a good way to motivate yourself. Like even if the motivation is well, I, I just don't feel like carrying the stuff back home and feeling bad about myself for not using it. It forces you to use it. So that's good. Yes, but as I learned from the New York Times, it doesn't really matter. I want to talk to you about um, your garbage can full of sweets, or former sweets, erstwhile sweets. Um, My garbage can full of shame. <laughs> yeah, your shame can. Um, <laughs> I, it does, I mean, I know we spend a lot of time on the show talking about our bad habits, often about overindulging in food, but I don't think of you as somebody sitting around, like, overindulging in candy bars, you know? And I, I think, like, you know, you'll tell your stories of 
hey, maybe you, you had too many pops and you you walked through the Taco Bell drive-thru or whatever. little exaggeration there. A little exaggeration. Um, not there. really. I had the Uber take me through the <laughs> right. Taco Bell drive-thru after we went to Nye's in <laughs> right. Minnesota. Right. But, Andrew, I believe in living moss. <laughs> you, I know. It's a real... You know what? Shandling had his spirituality. You have yours. Um but uh, I assume that this candy kick here it has more to do with your circumstances. The fact that you're in a hotel right now that, and it's getting late at night, and you're getting a little peckish, and your mm-hmm. your options are very limited, and they tend to be of the the cookie variety and candy variety. Yes, it is. What I've told myself is this is a thing. Like you, you've said that you allow yourself to eat McDonald's food when you're in the airport, right? Uh, yeah, usually I'm going for a Burger King. But okay, but some you know that kind of stuff you hairs. don't. You don't eat. Uh, let's not split the hairs you probably found in that burger. Um, gross. No, uh, it's it's kind of like that for me. It's like I I I'm telling myself that this is allowable because I'm not in hotels all the time. The sad part is I am in hotels all the time. So if this becomes right, what it is also is, and I'm just gonna. Can we get real on a Friday? Sure. By the way, we probably have a bunch of people listening to this show who have never heard the show before. They heard me on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me this weekend. Oh, yeah. And they're now tuning in, and they're thinking, this does not sound <laughs> like Wait, Wait. <laughs> wait, do you want me to give you a quiz? Here, quiz. Yes. Uh, Luke, how many cookies did you eat last night? Ooh. Can I get a hint? Um, uh, how many cookies are in one? More than Roxanne Roberts. Always, always. She's a very svelte lady. That was your um, If I can get real, what it is is I have to do something that is probably not a great idea at almost at all times. My point being, so I, I've, I've in the, you know, in the last, I don't know, year, with some exceptions, I have mostly calmed down on the drinking tip. Like, I just have not... And, of course, the three times that I've made exceptions have been with you, Andrew. So you're probably like, what is this Fulio talking about? <laughs> not buying but, at Burbank. But, um, no, so what it is is, like, I don't, I'm not, I don't go to Crunk City as much. And so I think some part of me is like, well, you didn't go to Crunk City. You deserve some peanut M&Ms and famous Amos cookies. Um, I've noticed that before when I stopped drinking altogether, I had much more of a, um, of a desire to gamble. Oh. And so I think what happens is it's like a balloon, right? And if you, you press down part of it. Right. It, like the it bubbles up somewhere else. Uh, this the reason I said this is real talk is because none of this is good news for me, um, you know. But it is the truth. I think that I tend to like. Had I gone to Crunk City last night, I probably would not have bought all those sweets. I would have come home and I would have just completely passed out on the bed, and that would have been, I guess, how I enjoyed myself slash let off steam slash uh, put something in between me and my feelings. So that's the real honest answer where I think the sweets come from. I think I have this little ritual now because I do it in Portland a lot. Same deal. I used to, when I started doing Livewire and I would go to Portland, when the show was over, I was so wound up that I would just go pretty crazy. And um, and I've stopped doing that because now my thing is I go, I sit in the hotel room, I eat peanut M&Ms, and I watch Forensic Files. <laughs> but it's like I got to have some little thing, right? Like I couldn't just – heaven forbid I go back to the hotel – I watch TV in bed or read a book and then I go to sleep. That's not a thing that Luke Burbank can do. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I think, though, what's eventually going to happen is – and this is going to make – I'm going to be straight up with you. This is going to make you a healthier person and probably a slightly more annoying person. And I think there are a lot of people who will recognize this pattern. Um, when you have something that you're trying to, like, put down, like – let me put it this way. 
when I uh, I know somebody who uh, went through the program had to you know completely stop drinking, and when she did that, she suddenly became a Verner's holic. <laughs> I mean, just Verner's ginger ale you, constantly. Oh, I thought you meant the work of director Werner Herzog. She became she watched Fitzcarraldo four times a day. <laughs> um, <laughs> Those stupid chickens. I don't. I don't do the <laughs> hey, best. That's a decent Herzog. <laughs> that was not the enormity of the flat brains. That was more that Schwarzenegger. Was no, yours was better. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, when somebody is this, so, this person just like repl- you had to become obsessive about something. So right. it, so kind of just drank you know Vernard's ginger ale constantly and other things like that as well. And when you see people who go like into the program or something, that's why I don't know what it's like these days. But you know the reputation is just like chain smoking cigarettes because you got to and gotta drinking put black coffee and in drinking the back black of the room, coffee. Right. But then what I was about to say, the reason I said you you know you could end up being more annoying but more healthy is I think a lot of people, and this is probably a very good idea, they channel all of that energy into new health regimens. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're wound up after a live show, you're going to hit the gym. It's the second time you hit the gym today, but that's okay. You're going to do your, um, you're going to do that thing where you crack your back by trying to jerk up too much weight too quickly or whatever. You get obsessed with that. What am I talking about? The jerk and I don't even know. You know what I'm talking about. This is some kind of a, uh, this is some world of working out that I'm not familiar with. No, you know what I'm talking about. You used to do them when you were in CrossFit for a little bit. They're the things that look like they destroy your back, and you definitely. Oh yeah, do kip, 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 pull ups. Is that what they are? No, I'm thinking of like. Are you talking about squats? Uh, it's has talking a, about clean, uh, clean jerk, jerk and clean, clean and jerk. So maybe that's why I know it has a dirty sounding name. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So this this actually um, made me think of a LRB merch. Maybe we could have a little trash can that says, like, um, can of shame or this is my chamber. What do you think Oh, I this? like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Our very own garbage can of shame. Yeah. This, this made me realize that it's obvious that Luke is homesick and he's wanting comfort food. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that came out in candy. Yes. Let's, um, I wrote down a catalog. Of the wrappers that he listed. The Nestle Crunch. Mm -hmm. The famous Amos Cookies times two. The Twix times two. So I guess that would be four Twix bars. Mm -hmm. The Hershey's White Chocolate with Oreo, which sounds gross to me. but disgusting. And the Peanut M&M's. So even if that is two nights, that's actually a significant binge and i thought it was a really interesting contrast to the first clip where he talked about buying three candy bars and then only eating the part of one and being like that's enough yeah and here where he bought like six candy bars and really just went for it and i'm not gonna judge him because god knows i have had some episodes in my life that i'm not proud of i just think it's really interesting to see in this three-year period, how his attitude has changed. Well, also, let's talk about his choices here. Um, not the choice to eat candy for meals two days in a row, mm-hmm. but the choices. He went... At first, when I um, r- listened to it, I had put it in my head that he was eating out of a mini bar, which gives you limited choices. You have to eat what's mm-hmm. in there. But then, on re-listen, he went to a mini mart. He went yep. to a mini mart and chose a Nestle's Crunch. 
over mm-hmm. everything else that's there. He also chose the disgusting Hershey's white chocolate. It's yep. called, I think it's called a cookies and cream, and it's disgusting. Yep, that's the right. The M&M's and the Famous Amos cookies, whatever, Twix, people like those. Twix is a good choice. I would say no on the Famous Amos cookies because I think those prepackaged cookies are horrifyingly bad. Yeah, they're just like stardust, like sawdust compact into tiny discs. Yep. But Nestle's Crunch, really? <laughs> when you had a Milky Way sitting probably right next to it? You choose a Nestle's Crunch. There was a time in my life when I could have gone for a Nestle Crunch. Do you remember, uh, I don't know if they still make it, the Bunch of Crunch, which is Mm -hmm. like little clusters of Nestle Crunch? Uh, I wouldn't be into it. Oh, my brother would get those at the movie theater all the time. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. No. It's, (laughs) I can see, I can see the Nestle Crunch. I cannot see the cookies and cream Oreo monstrosity. Or the cookies. No. I don't love Twix, except for the peanut butter ones. But Mm. I don't think I would choose that. And also, I take issue with you saying that he ate two Twix and called it four. Because I think that those are just one. Well, oh, no, no, no. He never said that it was four. Okay. He said that he... I was just differentiating that there's there's two bars (laughs) in a package of Twix. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Because I'm not willing to say that I'm eating five candy bars when I eat a, a Kit Kat. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. He talks a lot on this clip. I thought this was a pretty self-aware discussion from him because he talks about how he justifies this to himself by saying, well, I'm drinking a lot less, so mm-hmm. I deserve this. And knowing that this is like a faulty pathway in the brain it's very interesting that he says he always has to be making bad choices i think he should talk about this with his therapist yes that's he's telling himself yeah Mm -hmm. he's telling himself a false story for this and he could sort that out but he he does feel that he's got to be i don't know going hard at something whether it's alcohol or gambling or now candy all of those go to the reward centers of his brain. I wonder if this was a time when he was drinking really heavily. Um, this clip, I would say not because he's, I mean, because he and Carrie have been married mm-hmm. for a while now in 2016. And he talks about how it was after he met her that he really toned down the wild behavior. Mm-hmm. A little bit yeah because that would make sense for um the drinking because if he just if he was drinking heavily every day and then mm-hmm. deciding not to he would be craving that sugar that alcohol right I, I think yeah we've talked about that before about how the type of sugar that's in alcohol is the same type of sugar that's in candy mm-hmm. and so very often when people quit drinking you said like jeremy they transition to sugar instead, which I don't know if that's better than cigarettes and black coffee at the meetings, but right. You know? (laughs) Yeah. And Andrew said that he had a friend that got sober and decided to just drink ginger ale that she got obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah. Although people do seem to be uh, really into it. What did he say? Was it Verner's? Verner's. He talked mm-hmm. about, yeah, and people do seem to have a peculiar attachment to Verner's anyway, yeah. so 
maybe that has something to do with it. Um, so Luke paints this picture now instead of going out and getting crazy after live wire or whatever, he goes to the hotel room and watches forensic files <laughs> and has peanut M&Ms. But I think those peanut M&Ms are from the mini bar. And I am horrified by the idea of anybody eating anything or drinking anything out of the mini bar just on the basis of how much they charge you for that stuff. Yes. If he's eating peanut butter or peanut M&Ms out of the mini bar every time he hosts a live wire, that's a lot of money. That Who pays is. for that? Yeah, I mean, if he gets to expense it, that's one thing. But paying for that, that's too much. Just buy, bring your own. But no, Livewire, that's a public radio. That's Lynn's donation. Yeah, that's Lynn's, paying Lynn's for those peanut m and Last year paid for those peanut M&Ms. Thanks, Lynn. That was really nice of <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> but yeah, he should be picking it up at the Hudson News. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is he thinks of himself as being um, on good behavior until it's right. nighttime and it's calling. Right. And and he has all the intentions, which is why he packs the running shoes and then feels mm -hmm. bad when he doesn't use them. And it's the same thing. I'm sure he thinks tonight I'm not going to have the peanut M&Ms. Mm -hmm. And then come one in the morning. They're calling uh, to There you. they are. And again, not criticizing a single thing. Because mm -mm. my thing lately is Nestle Toll House Dark chocolate chips not the regular semi-sweet chocolate chips the dark chocolate chips are actually pretty good hmm. not for you because you're not into the the chocolate right. thing but um for just a like a shitty baking brand of chocolate chips they're pretty good and i eat them hmm. a lot so i cannot criticize luke on any of this i just think it's a really interesting discussion from yes. him and such a change in three years mm-hmm and I do have to talk, the part of this clip that made me the happiest is the end when Andrew is trying to talk about how people can do a 180 and channel their former bad habits into exercise. Mm -hmm. And he starts talking about how people can then go into exercising programs and jerk up too much weight too quickly. <laughs> and then he tries clean jerk. And then he tries... Jerk and clean. Jerk and clean. Please don't Google these while at work. <laughs> it took them so long to get to the clean and jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this when they originally talked about it because um, I had done CrossFit for years and th the clean and jerk is one of the main movements. And I remember when I first started, there were things that I would Google while I was at work and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, don't do those. Especially, there's a move, uh, Olympic um, lifting move called the snatch. Don't Google that while at work. <laughs> or if you have to, you got to Google weightlifting snatch. Right, right. Not just snatch. Yeah. <laughs> that was really oh, funny. Oh, but that, that made me laugh because that is a classic Andrew Walsh type moment. Well, the jerk and clean, isn't that what Andrew calls Saturdays? <laughs> Christy Wise. <laughs> you can cut that out if you want. <laughs> that was That's for Mike. staying in. <laughs>
All right. Should we get to some housekeeping? Let's do it. Okay. Check out the merch in the merch store. We might have a chamber um, can and a very racist tote bag coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The archive project. Please reach out to me if you'd like to do it. I just realized, thanks to um, Justina and Bria, that I haven't been getting emails that I was supposed to for archive work. So I fixed that issue. Um, it was going to a spam folder, so I wasn't getting the completed emails. So I'm, Oh, no. Yeah, so I'm going to send those out. If you haven't gotten an email and you're not Justina or Bria, please um, resend it to me. And, and uh, I've gone through the spam, and I think I've reached everybody. But, um, yeah, so send me an email. And um, go... Buy all of your favorite snacks on our Amazon link at littleredbandwagon.com slash Amazon. Oh, I wonder how big of a bag of Skittles I can get on Amazon. Pretty big. Probably. Yeah. Are you looking? I'm looking. <laughs> yeah, I have, to, I have to look. Yeah. I once, um, I used to, my favorite coworker loved the peanut butter M&Ms and Costco was sold out for almost a month so I bought some on Amazon and it came in a 10 pound bag <gasps> oh here we go okay five so. pound bag 10 pound bag 39.95 listen candy fairy do not get me a 10 pound <laughs> bag of skittles and will be very mad if that's in her house <laughs> she'll be very happy and mad at the same time <laughs> You will have to come and roll me to work. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're having a party and you need some bulk Skittles, buy them through our Amazon link. All right. If you would like to get involved with the show, you can visit our website at littleredbandwagon.com. You can send us your feedback at throwyourphone.com for both throw and hug your phones. You can post on our Facebook page. We've gotten a few of those lately and I really like reading them. The show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. You can email us at Christy at LittleRedBandwagon at gmail.com. And you can always send us a voicemail or a text at 802-432-TBTL. That's 802-432-8285. Well, Christy, I had fun. Me too. So do you think we're going to put up a post on our page about getting the candy? Maybe. Okay. Or maybe come up with like a Google form or something. We'll put it out there. Watch this yeah. space. <laughs> so you can vote for your favorite candy. We'll make Bobby put up some sort of poll. Okay. How's that? I like it. <laughs> uh, then why don't you get us out of here? All right. Until next time, this is the next party. And we love you, Candy. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs>